Hi, everyone. Welcome back to God's Word with Friends, a podcast from Gospel Center Missionary Church here in South Bend, Indiana. We're glad that you've joined us. My name is John Reynes, and with me today is Pastor Jim and Missy, Tara, and Pastor, Pastor Ben, also Pastor Jim again. And of course, we're glad to have you. If you're on the go, thanks for listening. If you happen to have a minute to sit, you may want to open your Bible or Bible app to today's passage, which is in the book of Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. And before we read, let's pray together. And Jim, would you open us in prayer? Sure, let's pray. Thank you, Lord, for your love for us. We thank you for your word. Thank you that it's so uh, readily available to us in so many different forms. And we thank you, Lord, how it's not just a book, but it speaks to our hearts and leads us and guides us and blesses us on the way. And so today as we open it and we study it, we discuss it, may you bless uh, us and may you uh, bless what we say and those who hear what we say, that uh, each one of us might be drawn closer to you. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 7 and 8. Serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not men, because you know that the Lord will reward everyone for whatever good he does, whether he is slave or free. Today, God reminds us to serve him wholeheartedly. Serve the Lord wholeheartedly. And to get us started today, my question is this, is there something that you struggle to do wholeheartedly? Is there something that you struggle to do wholeheartedly? I'm sure I could come up with some answers for myself, but I'm going to pick on my kids for a minute. I have uh, some teenage sons that do not take family game night very wholeheartedly. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, they'll be in a good mood and they'll try to win. Other times they're just watching the clock until they uh, don't have to hang out with their parents anymore. But they don't do that very wholeheartedly. They don't like family game night? Not not particularly. (laughs) What games do you play? Um, My favorite is Settlers of Catan. Ooh, that's a long setup. Uh, yeah, I, I usually only get them for one game, so I pick a long one. <laughs> nice. I don't look forward to dusting. It seems like such a dumb thing to have to do, and then you have to redo it. And when you have a dog, you have to do it more often. So I just put it off as long as I can. If somebody's coming to my house, then I dust. You ever think of dust as a protective covering for all the fine things that you own? Hey, that means I don't ever have to dust, right? That's right. <laughs> Thanks, John. Yes. Mine would be uh, sometimes when I have the boys and I'm dad, and sometimes, like, my son wants to play something that's very imaginative, like uh, something that he's seen. And the one he really loves to do right now is Sonic the Hedgehog. And <laughs> if you've ever known anything about Sonic the Hedgehog, what he does is he runs. So my son wants me and him to run sprints in the yard <laughs> for like 45 minutes. That, that gets really hard to do wholeheartedly, you know, after I've been out of shape for COVID-19. And, um, yeah, so when he's like, let's play Sonic, I'm like, uh, okay. I have played ice cream. that same game, and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> There's very little that I don't do enthusiastically. I... Uh, um, I could name a couple things probably, but I probably shouldn't. 
So um, like I'll attending just, my relatives' reunions. I didn't say that, <laughs> uh, but there's a but generally I'm enthusiastic and wholehearted about most things. I jump into it and just love it. Yeah, it's fun to listen to you guys talk because I can think of things in multiple areas and I'm like uh, I probably probably don't do that wholeheartedly or I tend to complain about about some things. I was thinking of playing with my kids. There are games that I play with them, whether that's a board game like Tara with the family. Like the last week they wanted to play Monopoly and we got this new card version and it's, it's only about 20, 25 minutes to play it and I'm good with that. But they wanted to play the board version. I'm just like, no. I'm like, I, I don't even want to even start on the board game. It's just, it's going to take too long and I'm not interested. Or like playing outside with them. I love to play basketball with my kids. I like to play knockout and I get a little exercise and they have all grown up so that they can beat me as easily as I can beat them. So it's a fair competition. But sometimes they want to play like this game called One Bounce or Around the World. Or, and I'm like, nah. I'm like, I, I, I just tell them, if you're over 40, you get to decide. And you get to cheat too. So I'm like, I get every advantage. I'm not as wholehearted on the one things I don't enjoy. So uh, I can understand that. Well, the fact is, in life, oftentimes we have uh, projects to do, work to do, and God tells us to do it wholeheartedly. And Tara, you picked this passage out. What made this passage come to mind? I did. Well, I um, just read this passage a few days back, and it kind of stuck out to me because here, you know, it's, it's not saying serve, whole, serve people whole, wholeheartedly when you like them. Um, you know, it says... Um, serve wholeheartedly as if you were serving the Lord, not people. And if you look at the context of this passage, it's talking to slaves serving their masters. And I can't imagine that that's always been an easy thing to do, like that every master to the slaves has always been kind. And I think of some people in my life that are hard to serve wholeheartedly. Um, And so I just love this passage because it says, as if you were serving the Lord. And I think that just changes the perspective of what that means. Um, you know, being a, a foster parent, it can be easy to not want to serve my kids' families with a whole heart. <laughs> but God says to do that. You know, he tells me to serve them wholeheartedly as if I'm serving him. Um, when I first went into fostering, we had a, uh, a lady uh, speaking to us, and she was telling us of how horrible everything was going to be and all the hard stuff and giving us really the worst-case scenarios of everything. And she said, but now I want to tell you why you still want to do this. She said, because it's not about you. Um, and, you know, she was talking about fostering in that moment. But I feel like this verse just brought that to mind. Like, serve wholeheartedly because it's not about you. You know, no matter who you're serving, do it with your whole heart because it's about God. Um, and I just, that's what made this passage really hit deep for me. Well, if you can imagine, though, if, um, if Jesus were coming over for dinner, would you fix dinner differently than if it was just for your family? 100%. <laughs> if Jesus was coming over for a, a dinner out on the, on the deck, was, was I going to make sure the lawn got mowed a little bit better than normal? If Jesus was coming over, uh, would, I, would, dust. Would, would, the dust, <laughs> would the dust be there? You know, no, because it, it's something special. And if we, if we recognize that everything we do, we're doing for the Lord doing it unto mm-hmm. the Lord, then that should change our perspective on a lot of things. We would get into it a little bit more. 
I know that uh, last night one of our board members was speaking about getting ready for the presidential debate that's going to be at Notre Dame. And they're going to come in not bring, using any of the old stuff. They're bringing in, they're going to make a brand new stage, brand new everything is going to be done because it's going to be something special. And that's just for a couple of political candidates. Imagine how we should react if it's for, for the Lord. Mm -hmm. It should be completely different. It, any advice on how do we keep that perspective that what we're doing, that we're doing it for the Lord and not for people? Any advice how to keep that in mind and in perspective? Because, as you said earlier, that perspective changes the way that we do it. Mm -hmm. I think Tara was on to something there <clears throat> when she says it's not about you when it comes to fostering. Um, because this, uh, on Sunday morning I woke up and came to the church, and I knew that Sunday morning I was going to be in the booth running the video. And I do not like to be in the booth. That's not my preferred place to be on Sunday morning. Um, and there's been a lot of Sunday mornings where I have not got to be in front leading worship and, and doing the thing that I absolutely love. Um, but in that time I was, I was really thinking, you know, I'm not doing this for me. I'm doing it to serve God's people. Um, I'm doing it for the people that I love. And so I want to do it as best as I can, even though my sound mix isn't as good as the other guys or the, the video... I was needed at that time to do that thing uh, for my church family. And so I think when you try to keep other people in perspective, like that you love somebody else the way that Jesus loves them, I think that goes a long way in helping correct our attitude as far as how we choose to serve. And look at the gravy there we see in then in verse 8. Because you know that the Lord will reward everyone even people who are sitting in the sound booth that don't want to be there for every for whatever good he sorry does. i'm starting to bellyache again don't don't mention it too much in the past when we attended here um when jan and bruce benson who are Wycliffe missionaries went here she was in charge of the nursery and couldn't find people to work in the nursery and finally she says i'm just going to do it i'm going to do it for the lord and i'll be there every week if i need to be and so we started having a little joke that every diaper she changed, she got a jewel, an extra jewel in her crown. Mm -hmm. And so then we would say, how many jewels did you earn today, Jan? And so it kind of reminded me of this reward that God's going to give for those who serve wholeheartedly. I change a lot of diapers. It's a long <laughs> way from a diaper to a jewel. <laughs> <laughs> Because you're not doing it wholeheartedly. Apparently <laughs> not. Yeah. Apparently not. My wife would probably concur that I don't do all the diapers wholeheartedly. She does more than I do. But uh, we want to encourage people today because there's a lot that we do in life, and some of it is fun. I mean, some of it is just easy to be excited about, but a lot of it's mundane, and it's not necessarily at the top of our priority list. But God says to serve the Lord wholeheartedly. And so we should do every task with our whole heart and do it unto him. And indeed, there's a jewel waiting for us when, uh, when we stand before him one day and he rewards us. So serve the Lord wholeheartedly. Thanks for listening today. God bless.